Mm. What a life. What a life finishing up what's left of a great fish basket from Winsels in Guntersville. Sitting by beautiful Lake Guntersville, where I used to come camping with my family as a kid. Man, I love the Tennessee Valley. More on the fish and the lake in a moment. I grew up in Anniston, just down 431 from here. That's where I began to think about spiritual things, even as a little fellow. I remember one day thinking about something I'd heard the pastor say in a sermon. The pastor had declared, Jesus said that if we had enough faith, we could move mountains. I remember being puzzled by that, but still believing it, literally. So one day in my front yard, I looked across 431 to a mountain over toward Fort McClellan. And I prayed that mountain would move. Yep, I stood in my front yard and prayed that mountain would, would move, at, at, least, at least scoot over a little. I wasn't asking for a complete relocation, just a small slide one way or the other. Then I waited. The mountain didn't budge. I've got to be honest, I, I didn't think it through. I, I didn't consider the havoc it would have wreaked on the community if that mountain actually had moved. What would have happened to the, to the houses built along its sides? The electric and phone lines stretched across it. The, the road that traversed it, not to mention the panic among my fellow Anastonians and the soldiers at Fort McClellan that would have ensued had that mountain moved just a little bit. I didn't think about all that. I was just I was just looking for a sign. Have you ever wanted a sign from God? One writer wanted a sign and he was thinking about the burning bush that Moses saw when the writer wrote, "Lord, you wouldn't have to burn a whole bush. Just a few smoking branches would do." How many of us likewise have longed for a a sign? some visible demonstration that God is there and that He's powerful. Who among us would not like to call forth a real, live miracle? All right, now guys, ready? Let me be clear. I believe in miracles. I believe the miracles of the Bible and I believe when it is in His agenda and in His timing, God works miracles still. I just don't see as many miracles as I think I'd like. I guess a lot of us have wanted to see more miracles than we have seen. I think a lot of us assume that if we could see more miracles, we'd be more spiritual. I think lots of us assume that if we could, if we could just see God do something really spectacular, it would be easier to believe in Him. Maybe. Maybe not. In John chapter 6, we have the famous story of Jesus on the Sea of Galilee, feeding enough folks to fill up the trash panda's Toyota field with just five loaves and two fish. Verse 2 says, A great crowd of people followed Jesus because they saw the miraculous signs He had performed on the sick. Well, the huge crowd got hungry. A few verses later, we read more. Jesus' friend Andrew said, Here's a boy with five uh, barley loaves and two small fish. 
but how far will they go among so many? Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. They all ate until they were filled, and the disciples had, an, had enough for 12 doggy bags when, they, when everybody finished. Verse 14 reads, After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. So far, so good, right? Well, Jesus' close friends, the disciples, left that night in their boats, sailing down the Sea of Galilee toward Capernaum. Soon, that crowd of folks Jesus had fed, that he'd fed with the five loaves and the two fish, realized that Jesus was gone. So they jumped into their boats and their neighbors' boats, and soon there was a flotilla of miracle seekers headed across the Sea of Galilee. But they were disappointed when they caught up to Jesus. Instead of producing a miracle on demand, he preached. They came expecting a a circus act, but got a sermon instead. Listen to the fascinating question in verse 30. So they asked him, What miraculous sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Now let's get the picture. People are following Jesus because of his miraculous healings. Then they get hungry and and Jesus feeds them more than 5,000 of them with five little loaves and two fish. And the very next day they ask Jesus, So what kind of miracle can you perform to prove you are who you say you are? Some of the ones who'd been healed were probably among them. And I'll bet you a few of them still had fish between their teeth. But they were, they were looking for another miracle. They, they wanted one more, just one more sign. It's been said that faith may produce miracles, but miracles don't necessarily produce faith. In fact, faith, real faith, doesn't require just one more miracle. Hebrews 11.1 1 reads, Faith is, is confidence in what we hope for and, and assurance about what we do not see. In the Cotton Patch Version, it reads, Faith, faith, is, faith is betting your life on unseen realities. After Jesus had died and then was resurrected, came back to life, Jesus went to see his close friends. Thomas was not present that day, and when the others told Thomas that Jesus was alive, Thomas didn't believe them. When Jesus showed up the next time, Thomas was there. And Jesus said, Here, Thomas, put your finger here where the nails were. Place your hand here where the the spear was thrust into my side. Stop doubting, Thomas, and believe. Thomas then, then declared out of both humility and remorse, My Lord and my God. Thomas had become a believer. Jesus responded, Because you have seen, because you have seen me, you have believed. 
How good it is, Jesus continued, how good it is for those who have not seen and yet believe. Isn't that interesting? How good, Jesus said, how good it is for those who do not see and yet believe. Faith does not require a dramatic, spectacular event. Faith is believing without seeing. I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk a little more about that in a few minutes. Jesus' friend John noted how ineffective dramatic miracles sometimes are. He wrote, even after Jesus had done all these miraculous signs in their presence, they still would not believe. Real faith is not, is not the result of impressive miracles. Real faith is the choice to believe God is who He says He is and can do what He says He can do even when there are are no recent spectacular events to prove it. Faith sometimes, sometimes comes because of something. Sometimes it comes despite everything. When I, when I remember that, I, I almost always think of the late Nancy Avery. Mrs. Avery was a member of the first church I serve as pastor. I once let her borrow my copy of C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters. In that book, we find a collection of letters, fictitious letters, from an imaginary demon from hell named Screwtape, written to the imaginary demon on earth named Wormwood. When I got, uh, when I got the book back after Nancy had read it, I saw that she had written, hmm in the margins of one of the pages. She had written that, she had written that, hmm, she had written that beside one of the letters which Screwtape had written, remember, to Wormwood and said, he said, our cause is never more in danger than when a human looks around upon a universe from which every trace of God seems to have vanished and asks why he has been forsaken and still obeys. Look at that quote again. Remember, uh, those are words that C.S. Lewis put in the mouth of, of that demon, Screwtape. He wrote, Our cause is never more in danger than when a human looks round upon a universe from which every trace of God seems to have vanished and asks why he has been forsaken and still obeys. It's appropriate to pray for miracles and, and even to expect them. But it's even better to find strength that, that comes in, I don't know, in trusting God to do what is best for us, even when we don't understand it. In 1967... An accident left Johnny Erickson Tata a quadriplegic and shackled to her wheelchair. But Johnny did not let that obstacle kill her spirit or rob her of fulfilling God's plans for her. She wrote once about a speaker at a Christian camp for the physically disabled. The speaker stood before a crowd of adults and children with various handicaps and he said, I'm tired of hearing that if disabled people only had enough faith, they would be healed. And the speaker continued, 
maybe some of those folks ought to come out here and take a look at real miracles of faith. It certainly is a miracle when someone is healed or when, when God intervenes spectacularly to deliver us from harm. But it is also a miracle of faith to trust God and hang on when that spectacular act of God we actually wanted doesn't happen. When we look around and wonder why God isn't doing something miraculous, but we trust Him anyway, well, that's a miracle of faith. My favorite prayer in the Bible is the prayer of a frightened father found in Mark chapter 9. The dad prayed, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. His faith was shaky, but he came to Jesus and asked for healing for his son. If you can help, if you can help me, please heal my son, the dad pleaded. If I can, asked Jesus. All things are possible for those who believe. Oh, I do believe, answered the father, but I've got to admit my unbelief too. So would you help me with that, he asked Jesus. The dad didn't sit around waiting for a perfect, doubtless, watertight faith before he went to Jesus. He went to Jesus with what faith he, he had. Help my unbelief was the honest prayer of a man who believed but, but wasn't quite sure. Are you maybe like that? I grew up in a church where we sang lots of, lots of old gospel songs. I can remember from when I was a little boy singing, Pass Me Not. The blind Christian songwriter, Fanny Crosby, heard someone pray out loud in a prison prayer service, prayed, Lord, do not pass me by. And she wrote the song, Pass Me Not. One of the stanzas says, let me at thy throne of mercy find a sweet relief. Kneeling there in deep contrition, help my unbelief. Can't you feel the drama of that prayer? God, I need help. The pain and the pressures and the uncertainties are getting to me. I need your mercy. I need relief. I confess my mess-ups and I'm sorry. I... I'd like to say I have no doubts, but you know I do. So I throw myself on your mercy. Help my unbelief. If you're struggling with faith, please know God is listening when you cry your honest cries and ask your honest question, questions and, and pray your honest if, if shaky prayers. If your faith is a bit tentative, if you're... Faith is mixed with some doubt. Tell God like the distraught father did. I believe. Help my unbelief. Then, courageously choose to trust God and leave the unknowables to Him. I believe. Help my unbelief. If that's the best you've got, well, that's good enough.